The following podcast does not represent the viewpoints of the C-Suite Network. The C-Suite Network believes that Noah is only deficient in two areas of emotional intelligence. How's that fireball treating you? Well, I mixed it. What is it? Regular whiskey. Oh, regular whiskey and fireball? Well, I wanted something to cut the regular whiskey. <laughs> Wait, the regular whiskey's getting cut with fireball? <laughs> well, I didn't want to cut it with like a water. Yeah, I guess. How's the results? Looks, uh, look at your face. It looks like maybe. I can't tell if you're cutting the fireball with the regular whiskey or the regular whiskey with the fireball. Are we recording? Yeah. This is all. <laughs> this is the good kind of spontaneous banter. You're supposed to tell me. But I wanted to get some spontaneous. Okay. Do you want to start Love over? It. No. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking a sip of my Okay. Fireball. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Mm. Ooh, that burns so good. Burns so good. It's like melted down cinnamon gum. <laughs> with a little extra with, kick. Yeah. Yeah. With alcohol in it. With rubbing alcohol. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, uh, gang, it feels like we just talked with you because we just did a few days ago, but we're back on time, on schedule this Guess time. Guess who's back? Back Was again. that in the... When did you press record? When you started talking about your whiskey. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was also singing Eminem before yeah. that. Yeah, no, I thought about getting that too, but I wasn't on the ball quick enough. Well, you can do it again if you nah, want. Nah, it's all right. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? No? Okay. All right. Well, uh, we're here to talk about the latest ep, gang, and we don't have a lot of uh, introduction at the front, a lot to discuss. Thanks really. a lot, guys. No yeah. new reviews. Well, I guess they only had a couple of days, but still, we need to get a bad review again to galvanize no the good way. reviews. I might go in and leave a one-star slamming me so I can get a bunch of people <laughs> saying nice stuff about me. Mm-hmm. No, Ryan, you really are funny. You're you don't so make, funny. You don't make dad jokes. Ryan is the nicest guy. I can just How tell. would you know? I can tell from his voice that he's so handsome. Uh, I don't think anybody is nah, saying that. a lot of people are saying that. That woman who thought I sounded like Paul Rudd is saying that because... Mm. I look she a little like Paul that you, Rudd, too. That, that sounds like you're handsome. <laughs> she, it was implied. She was thinking it. Uh, yeah, all I have is a shout-out to our one listener in Wapakoneta, Ohio. You can just call that WAP, Ohio, if you want to. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. And, I feel uh, like I might need a different beverage. Oh, really? You want something else? Just drinking whiskey is... Uh... Whiskey with fireball is going to carry you through. I feel like it might lead to a spicy pod. It is a Wednesday night. <laughs> and our kids are out of school because a cyber attack has shut the school down, gang. Thanks, Angelina Jolie and Hackers. <laughs> her uh, big debut role. Thanks, Johnny Lee Miller. <laughs> Was that her big... What about... Yeah. Gia. No, I think Hackers was first because I remember seeing Hackers in theaters. And uh, again, I'm shocked that your parents let you go see that, although it was 1995. Yeah, so, how old were you? 15. Then? So, so I could see a PG so They probably didn't film. know that you were going to see it. Well, what's bad in Hackers? They have like hacker sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, because yeah. Angelina Jolie is like dating a hot hacker. Right, well, and those they, hot hackers, man, they're so they handsome. Then they have a crush on each other, so they make a bet that whoever loses the hacking competition or whatever it is, what do they call it, a bout? Whoever loses the bout. <laughs> okay, keep going. I want to see how much of this you can pull from memory. 
Um, it's not from memory. I looked at, I watched the tra- trailer oh, okay. the other day because okay. I was trying to remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angelina Jolie's codename is Acid Burn. <laughs> and johnny lee miller's is zero cool i think that's right (laughs) and they were married in real life oh really before she married billy bob thornton yes okay i know they dated did they they also robin wear vials of blood around each other's necks no Mm -mm. was that just a billy bob but in the movie in the movie uh i feel like they have sex I'm pretty sure they have sex. I think she's naked in it too, which I'm surprised that my parents were able <laughs> to see Your parents were deaf. Yeah. Not okay with that. They weren't okay with a woman using technology. <laughs> and the hacking. My Ryan better not turn into a hacker. <laughs> now that movie has the same plot as Superman 3 and Office Space in which the villain is skimming like pennies off of everybody's bank accounts. Uh... I don't remember that. I think that's right. You it, know who was in that movie? Who? That I had kind of forgotten about. Who? Uh, the guy from Bring It On, Jesse Bradford. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. Is he also in Swim Fan? Oh, yeah. I never Ooh. saw that, but you're right. He Dropping is. that what reference. What happened to him? I don't know. I he feel like he was like... on the cusp yeah. of like He was ready to explode. Things. He was on the cusp of greatness. He was two movies away from his Oscar. You don't go from bring it on to nothing. <laughs> well, he went from bring it on to swim fan to nothing. Who else? Yeah. Swim fan was also Erica Christensen. That's right. I'm yeah, I believe your, that's right. Uh, fellow Pepperdine friend, right? Eric Christian Olsen? <laughs> no. Erica Christensen. No, I don't I think. I feel like she went to Pepperdine. No, Eric Christian <laughs> Olsen went to Pepperdine. <laughs> isn't, um, isn't Eric Christian Olsen just Erica Christensen after she transitioned? Uh, <laughs> Shout incorrect. out to Elliot to Page. To Elliot Page, yeah. Congratulations, uh, Elliot Page. I th- yeah. Google this. I think that Erica Christensen went to Pepperdine. Just okay. Google it. Okay. Google it Erica right now. Erica Christensen. While you're doing that, I'm looking up to see if... Gia or um, Hackers came first. Erica Christensen here's her Wikipedia. If it's not on the Wikipedia page, I don't know. If not, it's not in there. Oh, shoot. You're right. Gia was in 1998. Yeah, Hackers was 95, I believe. Yeah, Uh, I do believe that because I just said so. I I believe. I just asked you how old you were in 1995. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, we talked about it. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I said it. I, I said don't, it too. Yeah. Uh, Hackers was uh, 1995, I believe. Okay, Bennett. <laughs> Bringing it back this around. This is where we begin to folly, <laughs> my friend. You know what? This is where we begin to folly because this happens all the time where I say something and you are just not listening. Well, I was Googling where when Erica Christensen Hackers went was Pepperdine. 1995, I, I was believe. Doing the task you asked me to do. This is a little Bennett <laughs> Noah conflict over here. This is what it's like to argue with a 14 year old. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to win. Yeah. I believe that Noah will emerge victorious. Noah will emerge victorious. Because you know what? Noah is the voice of a new generation. (laughs) My generation. Your generation. I'm the Pepsi generation and Mm -hmm. your generation Z. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I guess we'll get we'll get to all that stuff because I have a bunch to say about Bennett and Noah, but I guess we should start at the top. Some of us have been jumping around haphazardly too much in our descriptions. Is that it? Do we have anything else we need to say? I guess that's it. No, just that uh, Acid Burn and Zero Cool hacked our kids' school. Oh, well, I believe her name was Acid Burn in that movie. <laughs> if memory serves. Yeah, if uh, memory serves, uh, 1995. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep laughing. I'm laughing. Do you I'm see me? Am I that. laughing? You're not laughing. Why don't you take another shot of that fireball and then we can get into this thing? <laughs> do, 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 do. What's that fireball song? I don't know. Do, 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 do. What is it? That song, Fireball. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like a fireball jingle or it's an actual no, song? No, it's that like rap song. It's uh, oh. maybe No, it's not a rap song, but it's like a contemporary pop song. Okay, well, that's why I don't know it. Was it released in the 80s? Yeah, except that tomorrow you're going to come in and say, hey, have you ever heard that song Fireball? It's so good. I'll listen to it with my friend Nathaniel. It's Pitbull. Oh, yeah, I know that song, Fireball. Yeah, I was telling you about that the other day. Guys, we had a real funny off-the-cuff part where we were just listening to it and talking, but Ryan just made me cut it. It was just us listening to the song. It was hilarious. It was not. It was really us just talking about whether we should cut that out or not. But now no one gets to hear that was just something special for just you and me, Mm -hmm. not for the listener. That was an intimate moment that we shared of some back-and-forth repartee. That's how we keep the message alive. <laughs> Guess who's here? Who's here? JoJo. JoJo's here. <laughs> Let's talk about the show. Okay, yeah, right. The show that we All watch. All right, JoJo is here. Uh, initially, we are told just to give advice as right. someone who's been the Bachelorette, as someone who has been a contestant, as someone who is engaged to Jordan Rogers. Still. Yeah, yeah I was shocked As someone who has together. been a judge on the well-respected show, Listen to Your Heart. As someone who shaped the musical taste of a generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she tells Tasha that thinking too much about the ending is self-sabotage. And I actually feel like that's re- really good advice. It is good advice. Yeah. I like, t- not that you shouldn't think about it at uh-huh. all, but just that... Just live in the moment. Yeah. Seize the day. Carpe diem, Tasha. Yeah. <laughs> Pura vida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So they have like a little uh, lunch together. Talk about it. I was going to say this whole thing made me realize bringing back a past bachelorette. Doesn't it seem like it was eight years ago that Claire was on this show? Claire. Um, yeah, it does. And Claire sucks. Yeah. Because you know what became very clear in this episode? What? These guys are great. These guys are great. And think about that episode where Claire was like, I just can't give any of you this rose. Like, why don't you go fuck yourself, madam? Because fucking Riley with his story and Brendan with that picture frame that he yeah. turns horizontal and blake with his dick statue <laughs> i mean they're it's all so poignant they're all gro- oh, how could you poignant. choose how could you choose one that was the most meaningful <laughs> so i actually have a global comment right on these lines because i was thinking about this and overall i mean you've got your exceptions but overall it feels like these are like more mature guys i know and they're usual. like super vulnerable yeah. and just like i feel like they're 
bonding, but also in a way that's like they're still here for Tasha. Right. Right. Because like when Riley did that thing, Brenda was like, you almost teared up. Like, I know. I, like, great job. He said something I have in my notes that yeah. was real supportive. So I had one theory, and it's only a theory at this point. So if you're going to get guys who are willing to like quarantine for all this time to do this show, like potentially you're getting people who maybe make better decisions. I mean, can I just say we've all been quarantined? Like, I don't understand. I I get, I do get, I guess, that there, I mean, I know that there are some people who did not quarantine, are not quarantining at all. And like, we certainly have eased up, but like, when was this filmed? Back in May, maybe? I think a little later was the impression I got. I just, I feel like they keep talking about that like it's just kind of like what you said, like this huge sacrifice. Like, dude, hang out at your apartment for two weeks and then you get to go to this resort and like do bomb stuff while everybody else is stuck at home. Sure, I'm just saying, like you said, there are a lot of people who were not responsible enough I to I just feel like it would be a house. fool who would be like, nope, I gotta go to the bar. Well, that's what I'm saying though is you got rid of a bunch of those fools. Yeah, yes, that's That's, that's my point. And yeah. so, because I think that's one of the reasons why maybe this group is a little more mature was because they had to make like, a thought-out decision about coming on the show. No thinking about it. You <laughs> go to the oh, well, La of Quinta. Of course. Uh, you show up at La Quinta and you quarantine while they bring you room service yeah. every day. You swim, you yeah. ghost hunt. Who wouldn't choose that? <laughs> oh, man, that ghost hunting date. Oh, that yeah. was indeed a cute-ass date. Was as it, says. Have I ever taken you on something that was a cute-ass date? Uh, no, you don't take me on dates. You don't bring me flowers. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. I'm going to say Nothing's no. coming yeah, to mind. I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could sit here for a while and yeah, do right, this. Yeah, right, really think it over, but there's really not that I would say carry the pod, but I don't know if you can carry it for that long. No, right, for you to run through your mind. Your of back's dates not that been. strong. <laughs> oh, snap. Would you like it if I arranged a ghost hunting? In the hypothetical, I'm not going to do it now because it's played. I just think that what happens on these dates is like what a what an entire TV production crew can put together as a good date. Yes. And like what it would end up being in the reality of Correct. what you can do oh, yeah. are two different things. Correct. Yeah, I could not stage a haunted house just for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that would not so happen. So I feel like you, if I was like, oh my God, this date where they like go on this hike and end up in the desert in right. this hot tub. There's a hot tub there. I feel like yeah. you would set up like a wading pool mm-hmm. in the backyard. Yeah, with like hot bricks in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. That would have cooled Maybe down. not even that. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I don't know. No, that's fair. I just, it was an interesting date description. And at, well, we're now we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You want to get are. back to JoJo and yeah. Tasha? Yeah. JoJo. I can't remember what her song was. Yo, JoJo. No, that is not it. Oh, I just goes, know that it, when they go, oh. It's, oh, JoJo. No, that's not oh, it. Oh, JoJo. Get love. out right now. 
of you and me. I mean, we had have so many song choices for the end. I don't even know. right now. I don't even know what we're going to pick at this point. Uh, shout out to everyone that had the correct response to us dropping some Doug Funny oh, yeah. in the last episode. Banging on a Who trash knew that can? everybody was just waiting for the opportunity to talk about Doug Funny Everybody again. was. That, I, that's yeah. ripe. For a uh, a revival, I think. Don't so it was uh, Danielle, I believe, is our uh, fan's name, who said she fell off of a subway platform <laughs> while she was Lauren Danielle, yes, who fell Actually, off a subway I platform. Paid to have someone push her. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert, Miki. <laughs> oh, Kevin Spacey, you monster! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's not Kevin Spacey. It's uh, what was that, Frank? Frank, Frank Underwood. Underwood. I'm from North Carolina. Can I do this accent I'm on the show? I'm Thomas Ravenel's <laughs> North Carolina cousin. I eat at this barbecue joint even though I'm the president. <laughs> I wear white jeans. <laughs> you wear white jeans? No, but Thomas Ravenel oh, okay. does. I wear white jeans and I wipe my barbecue hands all over <laughs> 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 barbecue sauce everywhere. <laughs> oh, see now this accent you're fine with. I'll rape whoever I please. No, now, is that see, Kevin Spacey Tom- no, or that's Thomas, Thomas Ravenel? Ravenel. It's both that's of a them. fun game. Frank Underwood or <laughs> Thomas Ravenel, or Kevin Spacey, or both yeah. actually, because yeah. I feel like there would be 99 percent of that Overlap. is just an overlapping yeah. Venn diagram. Yeah, I'm a horrible person. Yeah. I slept with a 22-year-old and forced her to have my baby. Now that's going to be Thomas Ravenel. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So Then let's, I took uh, her to my plantation where she lived. Is that Thomas still Ravenel. Thomas Ravenel? He, still owns Thomas a, Ravenel. he owns a plantation? You can uh, rent that plantation on VRBO. Ooh, yeah. That's now a, that is a date There's that I would a cute-ass like. date. That's a good idea for you. Find like a reality TV. Do you know you can rent the Bachelor Mansion mm. on VRBO? It's like thousands of dollars a night. Yeah, that would be worth it, though. We should get together oh, a group man. of 25 to 30 people. Of listeners. After yeah. the vaccine. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes. That Listeners, who listeners, wants to join us we're making at the a Bachelor Mansion? Right now, that this we is will not a promise. 100% this is a hypothetical idea. Nope, you guys Venmo us $500 <laughs> to secure your spot. Um, we will rent this mansion out and all just get to know one another. Okay, Bachelor Mansion, here it is. Can we call this Firefest 2? It's $2,800 a night. How much is it? Is that right? I don't think this is the right place. How much is it? $2,800 a night. Mm, that could be That's right. That's worth it. A minimum stay of three nights. Okay, let's see. We could, we're doing oh, no, this this ourselves. just says that it's bachelor. I swear, parties. I thought that it was like, no, come on. Ryan. Okay, the bachelor mentioned now available on Airbnb. Oh, six thousand a night. That's oh, that's more yeah, that sounds about right. All right, we need Worth six it. of you to Venmo us a thousand dollars before midnight tonight. <laughs> We're gonna put together such an awesome VIP package. Oh, it's gonna package, be such a cute ass trip. It's, it's you gonna won't be even so much it. fun. You're gonna want to pay for the VIP package because that's what <laughs> that's Kendall Jenner is gonna do. <laughs> and that's me coming up and doing a limo entrance <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. I'll do a bunch of different gags. Okay. Lord, what are you, what's going on? My cord is all screwed up. No, but your 
burping a lot. Well, that's just my thing. I mean, that's that's just that's, your, that's just your biggest deal. That is my biggest deal. So we cut to the guys, and this is something that happens a couple times in this episode, where Bennett just appears to be fucking holding court with all the guys yeah, I don't and like, like, like are gather we just around the Harvard grad because, is talking. Yeah. Gather yeah. around, guys. A smart person is yeah. talking. <laughs> and well, we'll get to it. Okay. Well, yeah, he's just like holding court, blah, blah, blah. And then Harrison, you'll notice, knocks on the door after Ed chided him knock. last week about not knocking and comes on in to say that he does not have a date card for them because it's a bit of a personal story. Do you want to handle this one? Uh, Sure. The personal story is that Harrison has to take his son to college, P.S., TCU, alma mater of my sister. Oh, he goes to TCU? Yeah, shout out uh, horn frogs, horn toads. They do something funny with their hands. Horny toads. <laughs> Horny back. <laughs> Their state song is good back... Uh... Horny, what's that Elton John song? Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> Isn't there something in there about a horny back toad? Oh, the horny back toads. Yeah. Um, he's got to take his kid to college. Yeah. To which I say, Harrison, you have a job. Well, also, your kid's supposed to stay home. Not supposed to well, go to college. They're going to. They're going to school. Okay. Some of the schools are going. Yeah. Actually, I take it back. I think it's really sweet that Harrison is. So does Taking this imply his kid to college. that they're driving like from L.A. to T.C., which I think is adorable? Like, did they stop at the Grand Canyon? I don't know. You know yeah. what? His son is an athlete, a student athlete. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got, he's there on a scholarship. Have you t- taken a gander at this young man? How does he look? I'm watching him on Harrison's feed. Mm. Looks pretty good. I bet he does. A young pretty, Harrison. Pretty good. <laughs> the seed of Harrison. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the other reason why JoJo is here guys it's not just to give sage wisdom mm-hmm. it is to step into the role of i mean what would you call this the host the host yes yeah, she's hosting she's guest hosting yeah with the mostest yes yeah, that's so exciting jojo comes in mm-hmm. with a date card yeah. okay and it says i need someone i can picture myself with it- uh, actually, it says, Zach, I'm looking for a man I can picture a future with. <laughs> Mine is similar. <laughs> okay, yeah. So Zach C's got a date. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when we take notes? I think like... I jumped back because I realized I wanted that. You know what I do? I live tweet the episode <laughs> yeah. and, and tweet hilarious I things. live tweet too. Yeah, but... Uh, I... And... Who gets more likes on their tweets? It's kind of a back and forth. Oh, no. Yeah. It's me. Yeah. The ones that have a lot of likes, gang, that's Anna. <laughs> the popular tweets, uh, that's to her. A, to a T. Mm-hmm. Speaking of T's, can we talk about this shirt that Ben apparently wears every day yeah. at the resort? Yeah. What is the deal with this black T-shirt? Yeah, so... It has, like, a stretched-out neck, kind of, but it's kind of like a bateau neckline. Yeah, I was going to ask, is it the neck stretched out, or is that the way it's made? He looks like he is, like, going on a boat in Brussels to, like, get get oysters or something. To bring seafood back to shore. I like that. That's a very shore. specific image. I like I'm, it. Yeah. 
really painting a narrative for myself. You are, here. yeah, a, a full story of where he should be going in this shirt instead mm-hmm. of hanging out. He at has La like Quinta. a simple French wife who's young, but like beautiful. Yes, but his real love is the sea. That's the problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One day he dies in a tragic boating accident. Oh, and only the shirt washes ashore with like a little tear in it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But here's the thing: is he found an oyster with a pearl in it? And somehow that <laughs> no, washes in. You're taking it too far. No, nope, that washes this in with the shirt. This is what I tell my students is, quote unquote, overwriting your <laughs> ending. <laughs> nope, the pearl washes ashore and she finds it. I'm going to play this for my students as yeah, an example. As an example of what not to do. Yeah. Oh, and it's beautiful. And then she finds the pearl. But I would like to say Bennett, or sorry, not Bennett, Ben, mm-hmm. has worn this shirt several times. Yes. And finally last night, I was like, I got to say something yeah. about the shirt. Yeah. I've seen it too many damn times. <laughs> well, maybe he just, he was like me on our beach vacation last week. He just didn't pack enough. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. <laughs> we went to the beach distanced Mm -hmm. just stayed in a house the whole time basically sat inside a house which kind of begs the question why did you go because they had a pool there for the kiddos um ryan brings a pair of pants a Mm -hmm. single pair of pants Mm -hmm. not uh, no shorts no i brought shorts but the button was missing so okay so some broken shorts some broken broken ass shorts yeah and a pair of pants and a pair of pants one pair of jeans yes and he got all butt hurt so we get there on <laughs> Sunday. He drives in these jeans. Uh-huh. He's wearing these jeans. So I'm like, Thursday. No, it was Wednesday. It was before Thanksgiving. All right. Yeah. Wednesday, if that'll make you feel better. It he does. comes and sits down next to me. And I'm like, you smell bad. And it was the jeans because he's been wearing these same <laughs> pants the whole trip. Yeah. They really got a, it got a, an aroma to them. Yeah, much like what Ben. So shirt. maybe that is what's going on with Ben's shirt. Maybe, that's maybe what Ben, ben yeah. the, his one just shirt. that shirt. Yeah. Well, later he didn't need clothes at all on that uh, group date. Touché. We'll get to that. Okay. So Zach and uh, Taisha, they're going on their group date. No. Or no, on their single. Not. There's their one on one date. No, what I, is I going understand. On? Oh, they're going on their one on one date. And she says, "What are you doing over there?" She says, "I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get back into so the show." So Zach and Tasha are going on their group group date. date. I just misspoke. It was an honest mis. Anybody could have made that mistake. I didn't. I wouldn't. You could have. Could have happened. It would never could have happened. <laughs> All right, guys. Zach and Tasha are on their one on one on one date. Zach says that there's a lot about him that she doesn't know, and that mm-hmm. he's nervous because. Um, he's hoping that she'll take the good with the bad, but he's lived a quote, not straightforward life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Tasha says she had an attraction to Zach because of the way he carried himself. And, uh, he's different than guys. She usually goes for, she, cause she usually goes for a younger guy. How old is he? Oh, he's 30. 70. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he tells us he's 30. That's right. Okay. So, um oh yeah go ahead oh i was just gonna say they're gonna play dress up they got a uh photographer franco lacosta are we supposed to know who that is i don't know like i wasn't sure because yeah. we don't watch i mean not to not to stereotype but we don't watch queer eye he's st- I, I didn't know if he was someone that was from a reality show that we don't watch i'm googling okay carry okay i'll carry the pod so he said i want to transform you into a situation where this is your wedding day 
the camera. This baby doesn't lie. Okay, we're missing something because it says that he's a television personality, producer, and fashion designer who has worked with networks such as ABC, NBC, Bravo, and Nouveau TV. So okay. yeah, he does something. We should know who this is person is, but we do not. That is a stereotype. I know. Yeah. He's from ABC. Okay, he's, he's from Bravo. He's the official photographer of The Middle. <laughs> he, he works on Chicago Hope. Oh, what? he worked on Model Latina, a format similar to America's Next Top Model. Oh, oh and like a... he was on America's Next Top Model. Oh, okay, okay. And he, oh, here we go, guys. The call was coming from inside the house. What? No. Mm. Keep going. What's the big reveal? He Give was the, the creative director as the on-camera photographer for three seasons of. The Bachelor, ever heard oh, of it? Oh, great show. There we great go. Great show. Yeah, I could tell, though, his pictures were kind of like artistically blurry. It says his unique style and energy on camera led to various articles and social media posts written about him, including one very infamous romper. Very infamous infamous romper? Yeah. What is this infamous romper? Uh, I want to know a little bit more about it. The the work cited citation <laughs> on Wikipedia. Is this an MLA format? Leads us to Mostoff, Mariella. Quote, unquote. Franco stole the show on The Bachelor. Publication, romper. <laughs> <laughs> is there a whole journal just devoted to rompers? To rompers? I wonder well, if this website. is like, yeah, it's it's like a bustle or Shoot, something. Shoot, I was huh? going to submit an article to I know. Romper. Well, there's that whole, uh, what, Taco Bell literary journal now? Oh, Did I you see that? No, I've not heard of that. Yeah, it's a very prestigious where you, your entries must deal with. I think it's Taco Bell. Oh, he was the photographer on the Nick Vial date where they dressed up in wedding gear. This circles back around to what we're saying, which yeah. is that they have done all of these days. Yes, before. Uh, where Corinne gets naked. Uh-huh, yeah. Remember that? Oh, oh, I remember that, yeah. Though that was back when getting naked on this show was quaint, and as Blake says, he almost got naked three <laughs> times so far <laughs> yeah, it's old on news. this show. Though when was the second time? So the first time was strip dodgeball. The second time was that other, what they do, strip the... Water, the water oh, ball, the water splash ball. ball. Oh, yeah, splash. Oh, this big splash ball date. I mean, that's not really naked. That's in some sort of speedo. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm splitting hairs, but anyways. Anyway, yeah. Franco is here shooting their photographer. I'm sorry, shooting their photos. Uh, he reminded me of Franck from the Frank uh, father of the bride. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Zach can tell that Tasha is shook. As he says, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we really shouldn't be saying that as a 30 year old Zach. <laughs> you can't pull that off, buddy. Yeah. Um, I was, I, it was unclear to me if Zach already knew that Tasha had right. been married before. Right. Yep. Because that was a part of her storyline in Colton's season. Yeah. But again, these people didn't, they didn't research Tasha because they weren't expecting Tasha to be there. Oh, that's true. So All right. who that's knows? A, yeah, that's. But that's, he seemed to know. That's the thing. I, I got the impression that he did. I couldn't tell, though, because okay. I feel like um, he was really nervous about telling her that. And I don't think that he would be nervous 
Because oh, Brendan right. was the same sure. way. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I was married too. That's and he true. was like, what? That's your home? I don't, I think he just was like, could tell that she was freaked right, out, but something didn't know about why. It. Yeah, yeah, it was bothering her. And she what? So she, they, she puts on a like traditional wedding dress. He puts on a tux and, um, Zach says, beautiful is not an accurate word. There's another word that will be created to describe how she looks. Listeners, send us your suggestions for new words. I want someone to coin a neologism Mm. that will describe how Tasha looks and we'll say the best one on the air next week. This is where new slang comes from. Mm -hmm. We're going to start, instead of borrowing slang from the kids... We're going to start guiding the slang. She freaks out a little bit Mm -hmm. uh, about not wanting to wear the veil. I don't know. I guess that would make it too real or something. That was like too much. And then Franco is like, what if we make it fashion? And instead (laughs) of putting the veil over her face, he just like puts it on the back of her head, which I guess is different. Yeah, that's fine. So do you think, I actually feel like I did have a little bit of a real, like I was kind of like this, it's silly to be like weird about this but it does seem kind of weird to like put on a like dress up for a wedding you know like i feel like it's it would be kind of a weird feeling like do you think that like doing a photo shoot it would be a weird date i mean yeah yeah i also have that zach's but again it's not like it's something that they haven't done before on the show sure no no i'm not like saying that it's you know this is too far for this show (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying that like i can see some especially if you had been married before i did have that zach c in the first outfit he wears kind of looks like a guy who's wearing his dad's tux coat i felt like it was ill-fitting yeah Yeah. the other things like they thought that she was going to invite ben on this date so they (laughs) they got it in a larger size i actually feel like maybe if you've been married before this date shouldn't be as i don't know like i could see being overly precious about it more mm-hmm. if you hadn't been married right like and, i've never had I a mean, wedding come on, dress Tasha. on before like, who cares <laughs> i don't know Tasha cares um okay so anyways she says that trying to envision zach at the altar with her didn't scare her and then they uh they start dancing and then they put on a bunch of new outfits mm-hmm. a bunch of preposterous outfits they jump on a trampoline yep. things yep. get nuts so yeah, um, they they have quite the photo shoot. Night date. Night date. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They go on the night date. Um, she tells him that she was nervous because she's been married before, and he says he has as well yeah. for about a year. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, it all makes sense now. Like I could tell that Zach was nervous and he wanted to tell me something. So this explains right. it. And this then is the like, big reveal. He's like, "Wait, wait, 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 yeah. wait. There's there's Hold more. Up. There's more." <laughs> Then he's like, uh, well, I had a brain tumor. And she's like, oh, my God, that's the big reveal. And then he's like, "Mm, sit down, Tasha. And there's more. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you just be quiet until I give you a signal (laughs) to let you know that the story is This is the big reveal. Yeah. So he had a brain tumor. And through that, he was introduced to, like, pain pills and um, pain medication and it sounds like that served as essentially a gateway mm-hmm. into whoops, sorry, um, into a major substance abuse yes, problem. Yep. So he was drinking, he was partying, everything that Ryan's parents worried Mr. Baseball would lead to. 
This he, guy was doing it. He was living that Mr. Baseball lifestyle. <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> Just hardcore. Um, he got arrested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got a DUI. His wife left him. Yeah. And then he says, then things got pretty gnarly. Yeah, right. Like they weren't already gnarly. This is when the gnarliness happened. So he was hopeless. He stole one of his dad's trucks. And I noticed at this point, because they're just like zooming in on him telling his uh-huh. story. He is like sweating yeah. balls. Yeah, sure. Um, so he steals his dad's truck and then goes to the bank. <laughs> no, no. he. This is now you have your notes wrong. He oh, stole a check from his dad. Why do I? And took it, and took it to the bank. You thought he stole this? Truck. I was so confused because I was about to say, like, did he think he was just gonna like ask for him? Interesting. <laughs> what do you give tra- me for this truck? <laughs> Interesting <laughs> trades considered. How much is he gonna? How much do you give me if I cash this truck right now? I thought that he was just really like out of his mind and high, right. and was like, "I'm gonna steal this truck." And that that also made me wonder how many trucks does his dad have? Because <laughs> yeah. it was like I stole one of my dad's trucks. <laughs> Yeah, you know what though? Check. I blame him because it's that mouth thing that he's doing. Okay, yeah. He pronounced it weird. I have it as check. Yeah. Well, I have it as truck. Yeah, one of us is right. Truck. So truck. The bank teller calls the dad. The dad comes down to get him. Said, "Your son has one of your trucks <laughs> Said, here." <laughs> hey man, I don't want to buy this truck. From <laughs> your, your son is son. trying to sell a truck at the bank. <laughs> And um, Zach said he had a crazy spiritual moment of clarity, mm-hmm. and he went to rehab for four and a half mm-hmm. months, and now he's on the board of that rehab. The board rehab. of that very rehab. So this is, oh, no, that's right. I'm, I'm getting him confused with Ben. Never mind on the timelines. Um, so he is bad. He's on the road to recovery, or he is, appears to be sober <laughs> he's re- now. He's recovered. He's recovered, yes. I mean, he's, but. Yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so but he was talking about how he has to do a lot of work to prove himself. And Tasha said, "You had a wild ride," and he said, "The best ride, because I rode my I dad's mean, truck. <laughs> Literally the best ride. <laughs> it was a really sweet I was truck. High out of my mind. <laughs> it in was that pickup awesome. truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's one I do like this about. I thought um, that it didn't make sense, but I, you know, I was just gonna go with it. Something I like about Dax Shepard. Um, and we can, and obviously there was the whole thing about him lying about being sober. But one of the things I like is whenever he talks about it, he's like, man, drugs were awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's not like, oh, it was terrible. Kids yeah. don't do it. Kid. You know, like, I feel like it's very honest of like, God, However, I loved it. However, mm-hmm. I do feel like he was a lot more... Um, negative about how it felt to be doing drugs again with like a wife and kids and um, what's her face Uh, with uh, Monica Monica his soulmate I know my soulmate Monica if we had a podcast with a sexy producer and I referred to her as my soulmate would that bother you I'd be okay with it really do I get to have a sexy male soulmate? Sure. sure. Sexy male producer. If I have this sexy female producer, yeah. I call our cattle dog my soulmate all the time. Does that no. bother you? No, but Maybe she is not should. a sexy producer. Is she not? She is a sexy you know producer of sexy snores. She's sexy to me. <laughs> of cattle dog snores and farts. She is a <laughs> sexy producer of Be a Crazy <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, so it seems like they have... Oh, wait, do we... 
No, she says that she sensed that there was a lot more to him, and she gives him the rose. Okay, yeah, she was right. There was a lot more to him. <laughs> you are yeah. correct, madam. Um, she. Oh, I'm sorry. She also tells him we we cut away to Bennett and Noah for a second. But we can wrap up at, this yeah. individual date uh-huh. really quickly because she says he checks all the boxes that she's been looking to check, and your story is what makes you special. Mm-hmm. Um, then they go and they ride in a Ferris wheel that looked. Pretty dangerous. Pretty rickety. Yeah, yeah, it looked like it had been set up out of the box two hours before. <laughs> this is another one of those things that I would try and it would be a disaster. Like literally it would fall apart as we were rounding the top. Speaking of literally, Tasha says I literally have butterflies right now. Yeah. She actually, she ate some caterpillars earlier. Now she has butterflies. And then she says, yes, I am falling for Zach. And in true bachelor fashion... The Ferris wheel just falls apart and they tumble to the ground. <laughs> to their deaths. Falling in love is kind of like falling out of a rickety-ass <laughs> Ferris, Ferris wheel. wheel. You got carnies staring at you. Yeah. All right. So um, meanwhile, back at the house, at the resort. Meanwhile, back at the resort. So uh, Noah and Bennett are, Bennett is holding court again. Noah is talking about how he would rather save his energy for a one-on-one. He says a one-on-one for Noah, uh, with Noah for Tasha would be the worst night of her life. <laughs> that's that's yeah, pretty bold, Bennett. Yeah, pretty bold. Like she's been through a divorce. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, the group date card comes and somebody says to Brendan, who gets the card, do us right, Brendo. Can we start calling him Brendo? I guess. Are we all like in the Jets all of a sudden? <laughs> I mean, I guess Brendan would be in the Sharks. He looks like he's... Maybe has some Puerto Rican in him. Um, Brindo. That was, like, that's his hacker name, actually. But I, yeah. Acid Brindo. <laughs> Brindo 2000. <laughs> uh, they know that Brendan doesn't have any like control over it, mm-hmm. right? Because like, it also sounded like vaguely threatening. Right. Do us right, Brindo. You better put somebody's name on that card that I want, Brindo. Don't fuck this up, Brindo. <laughs> so uh, Easy gets the one-on-one. Yeah, so the group date is Spencer, Ivan, Ed, Blake, Brindo. I'm just going to call him Brindo. Yeah, from now on. Yeah. Yep. Riley, Damar, Bennett, Ben, and Noah. Yeah, and the date card says, I'm pretty sure I have this right, express yourself. Love, Tasha. Yeah. Okay, I got that one right. Okay, so let's get to that group date. Mm-hmm. Um, so they totally set you up to make you think that all these guys are going to get painted naked. Because Tasha says, I'm hoping these guys can reveal a little more about themselves today. Mm-hmm. And then I'm putting them in a bit of an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. And then they walk into this room where there's a naked couple mm-hmm. uh, being painted. And the guys all immediately assume, rightly, that they're going to have to get naked to be painted as well. Fun fact, my college boyfriend was a nude model for the university art classes. Yeah. Wouldn't that be... So, like, he was potentially seeing people that he knew? Uh, yes. Yeah. People that we studied abroad with were like, oh, I know him. Yeah. I know that dick. <laughs> I'd know that nutsack anywhere. Right. <laughs> I painted that in exquisite detail. Yeah. And in fact, I mean, one of my really good friends slash roommates, you know, Ellie, I yeah. mean, she was an art major. Did she ever? I, I would like to know if she ever painted I him in the nude. I don't think she did. Yeah. But I can't say that 100%. Sure, yeah. I, maybe she did. Yeah. Um, 
I uh, they do that at our university as well. I you should go in have. there. Yeah, right. This professor has volunteered <laughs> to be a nude model for us all. <laughs> He's helping you capture the less ideal male form. <laughs> Not so much a Greek god. This week we're focusing on dad bod. (laughs) (laughs) It's a uh, art form that uh, was huge in the Renaissance. So she says that there's a lot of great guys here, but that there are some that she just hasn't had the breakthrough with yet. Can I real quickly mention, so there appeared to be a pretty big age difference between the naked couple. Did you notice that? I wasn't really paying attention to them. The guy had like, yeah, obviously. No boobs. Oh, but they're blacked out. I can't see them, but I know they're there. It reminds me of being 13. It reminds me of being 15 and watching Hackers. (laughs) I was going to say, not 13. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It just seemed like the kind of situation you would be into. That's why I mention it. (laughs) They were not attractive. No offense to these uggos that they brought in. These uggo art models. Well, who are you going to get during the middle of a pandemic? Somebody's going to tweet at us and be like, those people didn't choose to go on the show and have you criticize them. <laughs> those people, everybody is beautiful. That I did not find these models attractive. It's Call up art. my college boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How was his body? It was great. Yeah. It was worthy of, it was art worthy. Like yeah. cut from stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm releasing the beautiful Adonis trapped in this block of stone. <laughs> oh, okay. anyway. All right. So she tells them that they are not actually getting naked. In fact, they're sketching this mm-hmm. nude couple. And they're going to go through a series of art related, I don't even want to call it a challenge. Right. Just like... Experiments. Experience. Yeah. Experiences. Yeah. yeah. So the gentleman, none of them is a real artiste, I have to say, but I really enjoyed looking at their drawings, especially the ones that ABC insisted on putting a black box over. <laughs> <laughs> Can't show this drawn dick on TV. Uh, Bennett says to Tasha, you gotta have some good brush strokes, babe. I know you do. Yeah, well, Bennett, you are the worst. Bennett is the worst. And that's yeah. in a season with Ed. Well, so congratulations, sir. So here, I'll go ahead and make a comment. Ed that, is still the worst. Ed, Ed I think Ed is bad. the worst. Ed is the worst because Bennett at least like... I might be a douche, but I'm a Harvard douche. You know what happens later in the show that I compared them to? What? Uh... Ed is the LeFou to Bennett's yes. Gaston. Oh, that's so good. Because there's yes. even... Oh, I'm going to have to find the quote. Um, but at one point when it all kind of go, you know, goes to hell mm-hmm. and Tasha confronts them... Oh, here it is. Um, Ed says that whatever Bennett tells Noah will probably be a huge diss and will probably be hilarious. <laughs> And then there was that part where he said, hey, you don't miss a shot, Bennett. No creature alive stands a chance against you. No girl either. (laughs) Gosh, it disturbs me to see you, Bennett, looking Looking so down down in the dumps. Oh, God. (laughs) That is a great analogy. Yeah, that is exactly right. Uh, Meanwhile, Bennett has scored a seat next to Tasha. And, like, basically told Noah to get out of there. He's like, hey, beat it, kid. Yeah. Harvard's here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's like, I sent little Noah around the corner where he belongs. Oh, he's And so I had in my notes, they're fighting over which seat to sit in. Like, when ta- later Tasha's like, this is some teenage boy drama. Indeed it is. Um. Yeah. So, Bennett 
and all the guys continue on with the challenges. Yes, right. Uh-huh. Um, am I wrong in imagining that there was a little bit of sexual tension between the... So there's an artist that's uh-huh. there to like guide them through it. She has pink hair. She's uh-huh. kind of wacky. Yeah, oh, she's wild. I felt like Blake was kind of flirting yeah. with her. Did yeah. you notice that Yes, too? I did, because she says to Blake... I noticed that you made sure the nipples were in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think those two are going to end up together. They're those totally two crazy bang. kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have to paint the couple naked. Uh-huh. And then they are given a big thing of clay. And they're supposed to create something with the clay that represents their relationship with Tasha while blindfolded. Right. Why? I mean... I guess the blindfold is just to make sure the art turns out terribly. Like, I guess. Yeah, I don't think I don't, that's a, no an authentic point. art practice. It's hard enough to work with right. clay as a medium. <laughs> all right. That's something that happens in all art classes. I Put mean, on these blindfolds I feel like everybody was giving Blake shit about doing the dick, but honestly, that's a pretty good choice for just a big wad of clay. Also, pretty good dick for being <laughs> blindfolded. Also, it was funny because Bennett and Noah were still staring daggers at each other through their blindfolds somehow. <laughs> um, let's see. With the clay, I mean, really, I feel like Blake's dick is the only thing worth noticing. Right. Yep. Yep. Except that <laughs> Bennett Blake's is like, dick. these are our three houses. God, Here yeah. we are in the Hamptons. Here we are in Martha's Vineyard. Not Nantucket, because that's for uggos now. All <laughs> right. That's too popular now. Um, yeah, Bennett is insufferable. Yes. For the last exercise, they have to do self-portraits. And Ben says he's not sure if he can do it. Mm-hmm. He's feeling very vulnerable. Uh, Brendan does a picture Brendo. frame. His Brendo, Brendo. Sorry, Brendo. Yeah. Did they call Brandon Brando on 90210? I think they did. Did they? Like I, a Mar, because he's a Marlon Brando. Hey, Brando. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, so Brando has a picture frame that he first puts around his face for just himself and mm-hmm. then turns horizontal for Tasha. Good move, Brando. Very smooth. Well move. played, Brando. Blake has some sort of drawing about turtle doves, which he clearly got <laughs> from Home Alone 2. <laughs> <laughs> Lost in New York. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but you're right. Nobody yeah. says turtle doves are the only one of the few uh, naturally monogamous animals, mm-hmm. not human beings, guys. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Aren't uh, what else is natural? Ducks aren't ducks monogamous? Lobsters. He's yeah. her lobster. No. Um. I don't feel like ducks are monogamous. That just doesn't. You think ducks are sluts. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't ducks sit right with me. Ducks bang anything. Ducks are always fucking. <laughs> are ducks monogamous? Here we go. Uh, ducks do not form long-term Yeah, no bonds. fucking way. We've oh, read yeah, so they Make form... Way for Ducklings when that, <laughs> the dad is like, peace out, bitch. Yeah. I'm going to go check things hey, out. I got to go find a, a home for us upriver. Yeah, I'll be back in a week. Yeah, gotta, right. Yeah, he's got another family upriver. He's got yeah. like three of them. <laughs> Are you a cop? They're all Boston ducks. <laughs> I need help from this cop to get to the island. <laughs> um, a family of ducks. <laughs> make way for ducklings. Oh, oh but yeah, that duck. that is a sweet but duck. That but dad in that the, dad is a deadbeat. That dad duck is a dick. Yeah, he is a, he's this a is total a deadbeat. We should write a children's book. Where the dad is, a, like, it follows the dad story. Make way story. for the dick. D- <laughs> Make way for dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
and it's just about the adventures the dad duck yeah. has. My yeah. dad is a getting dick a, duck who lives getting in a, a bunch of whores. <laughs> Doing a bunch of quack cocaine. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Going out to restaurants sh- and skipping out on the bill. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um... Penguins are monogamous. That's the other <laughs> That's one. That's true. Yeah, and the dad. They're That's the, the dads are very um, involved. Yeah, they're the ones that hold the little egg in their feet. Oh, yeah. And we're all like, fuck, look at this male penguin that's holding a baby. Isn't that great? Yeah. Guys, look at how what devoted dads these are. Can we get a round of applause for these dads? Everybody really appreciate these male penguins. Yeah, more camera time on them. Morgan Freeman, tell us how great. We need to make an entire documentary about these penguin dads. (laughs) Look at these heroic dads. Meanwhile, the moms are trudging across fucking Antarctica to find one fish to bring back. Yep, correct. Yep. Correct. Hashtag sexism, guys. Um. All right. Bennett draws a heart on a thing of needlepoint, which seems like an odd choice. Yes. Like, why is there needlepoint there? I don't know. That wasn't one of the medium choices, <laughs> I don't believe. Yeah. I think it was because he says, I chose the needlepoint. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like uh, whoever chose that big box last week <laughs> to exactly. bang on. <laughs> Banging on a trash can. Uh, so we only get to Ben. Ivan oh wait, yeah, we got a, a couple puzzle. more. Yeah, that was Ivan's was good. No, and then he could, yeah. he leaves a missing piece yeah. because he says his dad is old oh. and that he might die before he gets yeah. to see the man that he's created. Oh. Way to be old, Dad. Riley uh, paints a picture of a house and some what appears to be some clouds, and he says that it's because he. He tells this story about talking to his mom. He talked about how he daydreamed about a time when he lives in a cozy house full of love and a wife. And she asked, who has a daydream like that when they're in their young 20s? And he says, I do because I never had it. Snap, Riley. Yeah. I feel like it's the like bachelor bachelorette version of that, uh, like... Just say no commercial right. where that kid is like, I learned it I from learned you. I learned it from you, yeah. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. And then finally we get to Ben, who mm-hmm. says, I have a lot of feelings. I just don't know how to speak about them. And he holds up his portrait, which appears to have a lot of rainbow on it. This whole time, and I do not mean this as a joke, I really don't. I I swear I was getting vibes, I guess just with these like big confessions. Uh I felt like Ben was about to tell us that he used to be a woman. Did you, did you, did that thought cross your mind at all? It did not cross my mind at all. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. Maybe it was the bateau (laughs) t-shirt. He is a large dude, so I would be very impressed if he was a, a woman. I was just very impressed with him being a large dude. Yeah. Yeah. And in that vein, so he puts down the rainbow painting, mm-hmm. which we don't get to see again. Not like really, yeah. He's well, like, that's not the real mm, art. I'm just going to show you my He's dick He's the instead. real art, yeah. So he comes back. Well, he says, I forgot something. He runs away, comes back in a robe and says, figuratively and literally, I'm going to let my guard down. I'm going to give this to you. I'm so excited to share this with you. <laughs> and then he just 
Yeah. Gets naked. That's what I say every time I get naked in front of I'm you. So excited to I'm share so this with you. So excited to share this with you and you always enjoy it. Yeah, it's always worth it. I mean, what did you think about this move? Uh, I didn't I didn't think it was the right move. It's not a self-portrait. Yeah, not like, a self-portrait for one and it's just like I don't quite know what the point was. I mean, I guess it's so he's trying to overcompensate for being not being bold enough last week, but I think he may have overcorrected a little bit. Yes. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. I just feel like the answer isn't always just like, here's my dick. Right. <laughs> it is. That's always the answer. Yeah. Um, well, and Tasha's response suggests that maybe it was a little too much. Tasha runs away and starts sobbing. Actually, that... Um, that I'm used to, getting naked in front of someone and having them run away sobbing. That all tracks. She says, what an art day. And then goes and like sobs in the corner. And talks. She like pours her hot out to the that The production artist. person is like, what is going right. on? I also have to say, Bennett says, what you see is only a small part of who I am. Does this mean he has a small dick? I would guess that he has a big dick. Okay. If he's willing to just draw. Flash it around. Yeah. I think. I yeah. mean, you know. Sure. If you're willing to do that on TV in front of all those dudes. Yeah, a lot of people had a lot of uh, butt views. Although I will say, and I'm only saying this because I feel like there's a 99% chance that my ex-boyfriend from college does not listen to this podcast. Okay. He didn't have a small dick, but he didn't have like a huge dick or something. Like, I don't feel like he was like, I'm going to go do these sure, right. naked art classes so that everyone can see how well endowed yeah. I am. That's good news for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I mean, yeah. it was, uh, it was of what I would guess to be an average having size. Having been exposed to millions of right. dicks. Just dicks after dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it was just, so maybe was Ben fine, yeah. is, I wouldn't guess that you would do that if you really felt like you had a small sure, penis. Sure, yeah. I mean. It is interesting that he, like, because later we get the, um like, uh, eating disorder story. It's interesting, like, maybe part of this was, like, body confidence on his oh, part. Oh, yeah, You know, sure. like, that this was for him, too, yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah. to. No, for sure. For Tasha. Yeah, because Tasha didn't seem to be great with it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she said uh, she gets overwhelmed. Yeah, she goes outside and starts crying. And she says, this is what happens when you date real men. They just have to show you their dick on an right. art date. That's, <laughs> that's what a real man does. But uh, yeah, she, so she's pleased with the guys for being open. Literally been opening his robe, opening the kimono, if you will. Um, and uh, this is where I was talking about Brendo says, Riley, almost, I almost started tearing up. I appreciate you, Riley. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah, for the most part, I mean, other than this stupid Noah, Ed, uh, Bennett right. thing, they seem to all be getting along, and you know? look, I mean, we can talk about this a little more, and I know we will. I'm team Noah. Like, Noah, for his part, well, there was the privilege comment, but I feel like that was like biting back at something that yeah. Bennett had done. I feel like Noah is like, dude, just leave me alone. Right. Like, get off my job. Well, this happens a lot in these seasons where someone initially does a few villainous things because right. Noah did do that thing last week. He did. No, no, no. Yeah, for sure. I'm not saying yeah. that he's been innocent. He, I think, started it, but now he's like, never mind. Yeah. Well, and like, that this happens a lot where once a guy gets painted as the villain, people pile on 
and they feel justified in like piling on more than is necessary. Interestingly, the, since you say that, mm-hmm. Tammy, remember Tammy? Asian, no. super funny, like we loved her. And she was in she Peter's was in Pilot Pete, Pete season. Pilot Pete yeah. season, and she was the one that like accused that blonde girl from Iowa of like being an alcoholic. And she was like, you're crying all the time. Remember this? Kind Chelsea, of, yeah. I think was the blonde okay. girl. But Tammy kind of like had a similar trajectory because I remember really liking her. She was like an ultimate fighter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, And she tweeted the other day, like, uh, funny, it, it almost makes you wonder if someone is prompting Bennett to like push this issue. So essentially sure. implying that the producer's we're telling her like, hey, you should really keep the, you know, keep yeah, this right. fight going. Right. Yeah, this is playing great on camera. Yeah. And you the, look great. they're doing yeah. the same thing with Bennett. Yeah. Like yep. p- prodding him mm-hmm. to continue poking at Noah. Yeah. So here's more sort of my overall global comment on this, since I think we are kind of getting into this. Because so let's say that Tasha, oh, never mind. I'm getting ahead of myself. But what I want to say about uh, Noah and Bennett is I am also Team Noah at this point, though I wasn't last week. And this show is very good at shifting your allegiances Mm -hmm. from week to week without really, like, you seeing that they're doing it. And I remember there was a great, Ebert wrote a great review of that movie Juno, Mm -hmm. where he was talking about how, because you remember there's the uh, uh, Justin Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, a Jason Bateman character and uh, Jennifer Garner characters. And you kind of hate Jennifer Garner at first and like him. And then the movie like switches. Just like Juno. Yeah, just like Juno. But And then he was like, it makes you change your mind about these characters without changing the characters, mm-hmm. which is really hard to do. And mm-hmm. I feel like this show actually does that all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very artistic. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, On the night date, I mean, there's not a whole lot uh-huh. to say other than we get a big confession right. from Ben. Uh-huh. And that is that the... So he says the reason that he's really into fitness and nutrition... Well, first of all, he gives a teaser. So he says, the life I've lived is different from what you might assume. Uh-huh. I stole my dad's truck and tried to sell <laughs> it, it to the, the bank. bank. <laughs> Um, no, why it is different is because he had an eating disorder when he was, so he says it started when he was 15 and that he had bulimia for 10 years in his twenties. Um, and I feel like kudos to you for confessing that, for, you know, saying that I feel like that's, that would be hard for anyone to admit to on national television, but certainly I think there's a stereotype that only yeah. women and girls deal with that. And Yeah, right. In fact, I'm hard-pressed to think of like a male who's discussed this like publicly. I'm sure mm-hmm. there have been, but mm-hmm. nothing springs to mind. Yeah. You know, of, like a guy who's talked about that. So, yeah, I mean, and all I like Zach. See, I mean, these guys have done a very good job. I know of they're also conf- vulnerable. Right, confess like confessing is even the wrong word, but like being open about stuff in their past that's hard to deal with. Well, I feel like too, it still feels authentic because uh-huh. what happens sometimes in some of these seasons is like. Somebody comes in with a dead fiance yeah. story, and yep. then the other girls are like, 
well, my hamster died when yeah. I was 18 and yep. I'm still really processing that yep. death. Yep. And it, it doesn't feel like that here. Like it doesn't feel like they're playing one up with these dramatic stories. Yeah. They just, they all have stories yeah. to tell. Well, I also think, I mean, no, I don't want to belittle anybody who like has a dead relative or anything, but I feel like it's, it's harder. Dead grandmother. <laughs> Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. It's harder to tell, I think, sometimes these, like, faults in yourself, necessarily. Um, though I guess um, Ivan told that story really well about his brother. I just feel like maybe these guys are just better at talking about this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like You're right, it just doesn't feel as artificial. Like, okay, now is the big moment where... We have to tell the sob story and let's right. put the camera on no, the person. No, no, yeah, it feels yeah. organic. Yep. Um, ben gets the rose, mm -hmm. so all that bulimia paid off. <laughs> no? No good? <laughs> Too soon. Um, She also says, Noah and Bennett, there is something going on between you two, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it one way or another. Mosby boys. Well, <laughs> and then she walks out. Mm -hmm. And I have in my notes, it's a baller fucking move. She walks out and yeah. immediately dials Robin. <laughs> She's What's like, going on? Robin, yep. it's Tasha. I've got a case for you. <laughs> and Robin was on the case. And Robin disappeared. Nah, JK. So Robin's all over our Twitter. Here's the thing. Where Bennett start? I mean, Bennett was already annoying me in this episode, but here's where it really starts to turn. Because basically what happens is Bennett claims that there's no tension between them and then has a 15-minute fight right. about how there's like, no tension between Bennett, them. Bennett, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Harvard boy. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, he just... he In the same breath, will say, like, I'm not doing anything. Like, there's no tension here. Little Noah, you know, right? Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. That's the tension, Bennett. Yeah, right. You're that's, being an asshole. That's right exactly now. what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so, and then uh, he does. He recycles his fucking babysitter line again. No, uh, that again. was no, no, no. That was just editing. Oh, that was okay. literally them playing the exact same. Oh, okay. I thought he had used his same <laughs> reference. He's like, to well, the, this played really right. well last week, so it was him referencing the Alicia no, Silverstone no, movie was, once again. That was the editors hoping that we wouldn't remember that, but guess what, guys, we do. So well, wait, that Ryan was like and... the trailer from previous week, or no? They okay. just used the same line. Okay. Okay. It was, it's poor, it's yeah, lazy right. yeah, editing yeah. Okay. is what that yeah. is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I know it's shocking, right? I know. Yeah. Well, usually their editing is so good. That's why I'm surprised. <laughs> um, Easy gets to go on his one-on-one -on -one, uh -huh. and we can cover this, I think, pretty quickly yeah. because, spoiler alert, Miki, Easy's not going to get the rose. Yeah, so, and it's, it is kind of a spoiler because it starts out great. And that was not a spoiler for me. I, everybody, like, the guys are on here saying, oh, I thought they had so much great chemistry. I did not. Like, you never see Easy and Tasha interact in a date. He seems like a really nice, funny guy. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's tainted by the sexual uh, assault oh, right. allegations right, right. that have yeah. come out. Correct. But that's, I mean, even... Without that, like putting that aside, because I understand that they, I think, like investigated the allegations and couldn't come to okay. a conclusion. Uh, 
I don't feel like he and Tasha have this like undeniable chemistry. No, I didn't think so either, but it seemed like it was a good date until Easy made a fatal error. I didn't think that it was a good date. And I'll tell you what else. I don't know if she gets to choose the types of dates that she goes on mm-hmm. with these guys. Like that to me seemed like a really fun time hanging out with a friend. I, Not that's, a date. that's good. That's a good point. Like, I think she adores him. Uh-huh. I think they have so much fun together, yeah. but there was not like there was not a single bit of romance. Well, on that's that a date. good point too, because I mean, like a scary date. It's you know, it's like Saved by the Bell taking the girl to the scary movie so she can jump in your arms. You know, like there's nice reference. Thank you. I knew you would appreciate that. Of all people, look at how much you're enjoying it right now. I am. Um, but uh, like, you oh, would he's think- so mean. <laughs> You think there would be more of like, oh, easy, like hold, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it lends itself to like, you know, holding each other. Instead, she's like, listen, I've got to read these letters to you. Right. <laughs> listen while I read to you the tale of William Morgan. A wealthy oil baron. <laughs> I'm an oil man. He built a, built a uh, bowling alley under the La Quinta. I drink your milkshake. So, yeah, they go on this ghost hunting date and they're looking for the ghost of William Morgan, whose wife and baby died in childbirth and they're rumored to haunt the property to this day. To this day, room 120 is still haunted and they have a thermal reader, which uh, Tasha definitely knows how to use (laughs) they (laughs) They have sophisticated ghost hunting equipment see a doll they find all these letters which anybody who watches real housewives of new york can tell you you don't touch the morgan fucking family letters (laughs) you don't touch those um, they go to the tennis courts because Carol's grave is supposed to be buried beneath them. Sure. Is that where you want to be buried? Under well, the I tennis said courts? the players have heard whimpering sounds of a crying woman. That happens when I play tennis too, guys. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah. It's just yeah. my opponents. Yeah. How about tonight when our listener Katie and I dominated at our beginner's tennis well, clinic? Allegedly. Not allegedly. We won. I'm still waiting for those t-shirts that y'all supposedly won. We won those. They, they said that they would be available next week. <laughs> There's going to be so much winning. You're going to win t-shirts. I'm going to get tired of winning. You're going to be so tired of it by the end of this <laughs> beginner's clinic. I am tired because I played so hard winning. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay. You're really uh, starting to regret signing me up and for I'm this not, tennis clinic. I'm not because I'm going to take you out and just beat your ass and then we'll see how much how I, then we'll I see win. who's the cock of the walk i win against the beginners <laughs> a family of ducks <laughs> so uh i put, have in my notes that this is the worst found footage horror Wait, so movie you I've and katie seen. won against everyone in that clinic correct that's good correct Look at y'all. See? Yep. Now, oh, there you i go. didn't know yeah. that how many people were there tonight 12 Okay. Yeah. We Look were at partners. Y'all. Yeah. We got 20 points in the winner's court. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, how about that. I Pretty know. Good. Look at y'all yeah. little partnership. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Easy says, uh, this is also how I knew that this wasn't going to be good. 
why is he telling her that he's fallen in love with her? He has only gone right. on like two group right. dates. This is the uh, Jean that, Blanc yes, mistake exactly. all over again. He really blanked it. <laughs> yeah, he really Jean Blanc the fuck out of this situation. Yeah, he Mosby'd this situation, as he a did. matter of fact. He did. Yeah. But that goes over better than, well, I guess not really. Not, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he Jean Blanc. And I think Easy sure. is. Here's the difference to me. Okay. I do like Easy a lot more than Jean Blanc. Sure, yeah. And I felt like Jean Blanc was doing it uh, strategically. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I feel like Easy might actually believe that he's falling in love right. with Tasha. But, buddy, you are not. You're not, pal. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, he says, with love, there's no time, there's no rules, there's no boundaries. That's and a bad like, tagline for like I'm, a... I'm going to have to stop you right there. <laughs> but she picks that she does the thing where she picks the rose up and is like, you really opened up to me, but I can't give you this rose that I'm dangling in front of your face right now. You got to do it. You, gotta, you don't have to. You don't have to pick she the says, rose up. She says, you're a good, solid man and you deserve so much, but I'm not there where you are. <laughs> Nobody would be. Nobody would be falling in love after, well, I guess Claire and Dale, but anyways. Jessica I Simpson would be. She sings that song, Where You Are. <laughs> I thought it was going to be, Boy, I think that I'm in love with no. you. Sing a, Where You Are. It's a, Jessica Simpson has a very difficult voice. To do, let's hear your. No, I can't. Okay. There's too much pressure. Oh. Where you are. It's a duet with Nick. Oh. Where, no, no, no. She's very bluesy. <laughs> she's so blues. She's got a lot of the there's Delta whole, blues and the spirit in her. There's a whole episode of Newlyweds where she gets super upset because her agent or what do what do singers have? Her manager, manager yeah. is like, we need you to recut this album less bluesy. <laughs> because they're like the average the average alabama housewife couldn't sing these songs oh interesting and Mm -hmm. and here and here you are she did not make them accessible enough did they literally say that yeah because Mm -hmm. you're the average alabama oh no they didn't say i was saying that as a reference to myself but they said like the average listener at home is going to be frustrated by these songs because they can't sing along yeah they're trying to dim her spirit she was so bluesy Hide her under a bushel? No. (laughs) Oh, man. She's basically Mississippi John Hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, the guys are shocked when Easy's suitcase gets picked up by the limousine. May we go so far as to say that they're shook? You may not, sir, because you were born in 1980. Okay, fair enough. Um, she says... I'm sorry, Easy. Can I walk you out? And he's like, uh, yeah, I sure, guess. Like, I you guess. can tell that he's like, what the right, fuck? Right, yeah. Um, so Easy's gone, and now we get into the final part of the show. She says that Bennett and Noah, that drama has been the worst part of the week. And JoJo comes in and tells the guys that there is going to be a cocktail party, but not right away. Before the cocktail party, there's going to be a pop-up two-on-one date. I love it. I love a pop-up two-on-one date. The gist. Yeah, you didn't see it coming. Taisha has told JoJo that it's become impossible to keep both Bennett and Noah. Um, So they're going to do a quick two-on-one. Bennett says that this is fantastic news. 
because this is almost like a little appetizer, a little snack, if you will, before I'm able to have the main course. Uh, I believe at Harvard, they probably call that an amuse-bouche. <laughs> right. Come on, Harvard I don't think they boy. call it a snack. <laughs> now, uh, Bennett also says that- At least say hors d'oeuvre. Right. Come oh, on. Jesus Christ. Come on, Bennett. What did all this fancy education go for? Mm-hmm. Bennett says, I crush life under pressure, <laughs> which is uh, how you know that someone is a douche. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so they Bennett and Noah show up together before Tasha arrives, and Bennett gives Noah some gifts. And this is exactly what the whole problem is the entire time, which is either he knows that this isn't nice and is pretending, or he genuinely thinks this is nice, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's a lose-lose. Like, he's either super douchey and bringing these asshole presents, yeah. or he's su- as, like, a fuck you or he's right. super douchey and bringing these asshole presents as like I'm genuinely trying to help you right well so you would say that he either lacks self-awareness or social awareness is what I might say hmm. of his emotional intelligence uh, you do not have your PhD in <laughs> emotional intelligence now hold on Bennett has no PhD you Just know who clear. is getting their PhD, who also knows a hell of a lot about emotional intelligence. Who's that? Taylor? Taylor, who got into it with Ari on oh, the yeah? uh, social media. Mm. I think it was on Instagram. I was going to say Twitter. What happened? Like, Ari was was like sex shaming her. And um, it was stuff to do with the election. Oh, no. And then Ari was like, why don't you? I'm pretty sure. Are you surprised? No, not at all. But yeah. Um, And then he was like, go back to selling your dildos. And she was like, I'm actually getting my PhD in sex therapy. (laughs) Also, there's nothing wrong with selling (laughs) dildos. There's also nothing wrong with selling dildos, Ari. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't don't know. You can look it up. Okay. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm good. I don't <laughs> I don't care about that guy. Um, yeah, so Bennett gives Noah a red bandana. And, like, it was red because there, he didn't want there to be more bad blood, but I it's red. I feel like it actually started out kind of cute because he was like, we talked about Oklahoma. I myself have never been to a flyover state, but you told me <laughs> that was where you were from. No, but then he's like... He's like, this bandana speaks to my cowboy days, which we discussed in great detail. Yeah, and then he has those mustache socks. I felt like the gift box was going okay all the way through the mustache socks. And then when he got to the book on emotional intelligence, I mean, props to Bennett for being kind of hard to read because I really could not tell if he was doing this gift as a sure. dick. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, either way, he yeah. obviously was. It is a dick, but, but I couldn't tell if tell. it was like sarcastic or sincere. Right, right. Yeah, so there are four components of emotional cont- intelligence and you are deficient in three of those. So they are self-awareness. Oh, he tells us which one. Self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. Does he tell us which yeah, one? Yeah, self-management is the one that... Uh, Noah is purportedly okay at. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Where, where, how do you rank yourself? Gosh, I don't know. Self-awareness, zero. No, I'm pretty self- Am I self-aware? No, no. I had to have Miki tell me that I'm angry. But if you, so here's the thing. If you think that you're, like, if you're worried you're not self-aware, maybe you are self-aware. It's kind of like how you can't worry that you're a psychopath. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
self-management, I think I'm fine yeah. with. Social awareness, I'm okay with that, uh-huh. right? Relationship yeah. management, not great, maybe. Well, how do you rank me on these? Uh, self-awareness. Uh, I don't, I feel like, I don't know what that really means. Sure, yeah. You know? Sure, yeah. Self-management. What is that like? Time management? Because poor. Poor, yeah. No, I think it's I think it's like self-control. Like knowing that you should pack more than one pair of pants for a week-long mm-hmm. trip. Yeah, that's What does it. that fall yeah. under? That's social, self-management. That's social awareness. Right. No, knowing that you smell bad. <laughs> that's social awareness. Uh, relationship management. I feel like you do fine with that. So I'm deficient in at least two Maybe we're both <laughs> deficient in self-awareness. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I've certainly self Damn it, Bennett, send us a copy I of know, this book. I know. I need to get this book. I want to know. I feel like we should do a giveaway of this of a copy of this book. Mm. We should find ourselves a copy and we can find something. Or we that, should do, well, we could combine it. We should do a Here for the Wrong Reasons book club. Book club of this self. We've talked about away. doing yeah. that before. Yeah, we've, that would be something. Though, um, here's the thing is... We're gonna blow straight through this into Matt James's season. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know how we're gonna be done with Tasha's season in time I don't for Matt either. James's season. Yeah, because we've still got what seven or eight dudes. Well, actually, she didn't cut anybody this week, so we've still got ten or eleven dudes. And Matt James's season is in like a month. It. Hang on, I'm double checking on the start date. Carry the pod. Okay, as always. So, um. Oh, as always. That's lacking this self-awareness. Is, that is lack, that's that's lacking. That's bad relationship That's re- lacking social awareness right there. Yeah. Um, so Bennett said, actually, I do want you to come back around to this because I want you to deal with this folly line because I don't have what led to the folly line to begin with. Ah, um, yeah. January 4th. Guys, yeah. that's about to be a bloodbath on some of these Oh, episodes. I know. Yeah, it's going to be the St. Valentine's Day massacre all over again. Um, he says, I'm not trying to belittle you. I'm literally trying to love you up. (laughs) And then he, and then I guess, yeah, I don't know what the folly line was in reference to either. Something Noah said. Noah says something. And then Bennett says that my friend is where we start to folly. God, what a dick. Take your wig off. (laughs) we've got to go to new jersey everything's legal in new jersey (laughs) yeah this is maybe you should just have them shoot it out yeah that there's a group date actually time to get a doctor and some pistols i'm surprised they haven't done that like a fake duel at the site of the hamilton (laughs) duel that would be a great two-on-one date yeah, that is like with Nerf guns. They have the bachelorette turn around so yes. she can have deniability. <laughs> yeah, they won't tell you this in your classes, but look it up. Uh, Bennett, Bennett was, was wearing, wearing his glasses. glasses. He was. <laughs> yep. Um, All right. Yeah, Tasha really just kind of like listens to them for a yeah. second and then says, is this what goes on between the two of you? This sounds like high school teenage boy drama. Well, that's these always happen on these two and ones where the guys like are both like, okay, I'm going to try to win the girl. And then they just cannot help but devolve into exactly the kind of fighting that led them on the two and one, two on one to begin with. Mm-hmm. You remember, well, who was that? Was that pretty boy Pitbull? and lee that oh, like God. he got out yes. of the helicopter Kenny. after he had won the yeah. date and like yeah, yeah, i gotta yeah. go back yeah yeah so it's always like guys i mean they're just like five classic mistakes 
that these people keep making. We saw two of them. There's a book that we should write. Oh, yes. There's an emotional intelligence book. (laughs) There's a self-help book for you. (laughs) Specifically for people wanting to go on The Bachelor. Everything we learned about marriage, we learned from The Bachelor. That would sell. That would fucking sell. That would sell like hotcakes. Yeah. Oh, God, that would sell. Yeah. (laughs) Here for the right reasons, our marriage. Um, Taisha, after observing for a while, notices... There's a gift box yep. on the table and says, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> and then uh, that's our cliffhanger. It is Blake's clay dick. <laughs> that was the final gift. It's my dick in a box.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.